Good morning, good day, good evening, beautiful soul. No matter which time it is where you are right now, I am so happy that I am able to reach out to you and to share some experiences with you of my life, some things that helped me to heal some stuff that were going on in my life and that I couldn't figure out until at some point. And yeah, this is what this podcast is about, is about just sharing with you my journey, my story. I think that each and every one of us has just so much valuable experience, so much valuable process to share with the world. And it's not about being perfect first in order to share with the world. The most valuable part, I think, is about sharing while we are in this process, while we are healing, while we are having really deeply moving experiences so that the rest of the world can relate to our stories. And yeah, so it's up to you to take whatever you want to take with you from each episode to tune in any episode that appeals to you, that resonates with you. Uh, it's not about liking or agreeing with everything that I say in this podcast. Um, it's really about just finding what feels good for, for you, what resonates with you. And so today I hope that this um, episode will resonate with many of you, and I'm sure it will because I think that it's um, something that's quite up-to-date, something that is really present in the society uh, right now. It's often perceived as a hype, as something that is really trendy at the moment. And I'm talking about meditation. Uh, the main topic today I want to approach is meditation, but whether you want to call it like this or not, um, it's quite irrelevant. Just, just find like the name that feels good to you if you resonate more with relaxation time or I don't know like healing time whatever you want to call it just find what feels good for you um, but anyway today it's really about me sharing with you some of my tips things that work out for me that help me to let go of you know this flow of thoughts that sometimes you feel really like imprisoned in like you just feel so caught in this flow of thoughts and it's like you cannot get out of it you cannot like push on pause sometimes it's really hard and I must admit that I sometimes really have a hard time so no matter how many of those tips I could give to you it doesn't mean that my practice is always going to be perfect and that's the thing that we tend to forget sometimes that the word practice literally means what it means a practice is something that you can always get better at it's not about being already perfect from the start it's a process it's a practice um so i think at the moment it's really hype and trendy because there is also a 
kind of awakening that's taking place in society. A lot of people are having some really deep realizations about their life, about their lifestyle and about the pace that they have in their lifestyle. They're questioning things and they're seeking deeper meaning. Just they're seeking a purpose and some kind of peace in their life. They just want to bring everything a little down just to calm down to a more to a slower pace and meditation or just any kind of mindful practice can be a key for many people to reach that state of of mindfulness of being in the present moment because You know, most of us, we live in really stressing environments with stressful jobs, in stressful circumstances, in stressful cities. And because we're so kind of, of limited within the city borders and because we spend so less, like so little time in nature, we are caught so much in the hustle of finding the right job, finding the right partner, having kids and everything and living up to the pace and standards of society that we just forget how how were we born, like how were we actually living before all of this became this reality. And before this, we had our feet deep in the ground. We were living to the pace of nature. We were moving to the pace of the wind and the water we were adapting according to all the circumstances around us and right now the circumstances have changed and they're much harder on our bodies and not only on our bodies but also on our minds and so i think right now and of course probably you know due to the current um dramatic which is perceived as as dramatic. Um, because of this perceived dramatic situation that's going on at the moment, and I know you know what I'm talking about, um, I just try to not lay my focus too much on this and especially on the world, um, beginning with a C, because it really started to take so much space in our life that we forget what's actually meaningful what really matters and so right now we just need to clear our minds to calm down to find some space of peace some space of presence in our stressful daily life and so i think there is a general desire um, in society at the moment to take care of our mental health you can also if If you've been tuning in some podcasts and, and reading some books on the topic, it's quite obvious that the mental health topic is always becoming more important uh, because also conditions like anxiety and depression is something that is so like, yeah, really highly present in society at the moment. So we're paying more attention to that aspect of our lives and also because our bodies rely on our mental health if we're not taking care of our mental health we're not taking care of our bodies and that's why it was just such 
like so critical for me to exchange with you um, on that topic. Um, what is what is really meaningful for me before you even start the practice is to really ask yourself, what is your purpose? What, why do you want to do this? Why do you want to engage in this practice? Whether you call it meditation or something else. Just find your why. What do you want to include more patience in your everyday life? Do you want to maybe to have to gain more focus? Do you want to be more present, more calm? What is it that you're seeking? And it's okay also if you don't really have a, a specific, a specific um, purpose at the beginning. Maybe you will find it on the way. And also keep in mind that it's okay if it doesn't work out for you. If you don't like it, um, if you just can't seem to let go of this flow of thoughts it's like i said at the beginning it's a process and just like in general with our with our emotions we have to learn to like come to a state of observer and to observe to watch our emotions or how we feel about something and not criticize us or judge ourselves for thinking the way we think about our emotions. I know it's like a bit messy maybe to understand, but the thing is, if you are in a negative state of mind and then you start like realizing it and you start talking to yourself like in your mind, telling yourself like, oh my God, like, I'm so stupid. Why am I even thinking like this? Like, this is so dumb. And just like observe it and try to watch yourself in a neutral way. Um, and in general, whether it's, um, whether the topic is meditation or whatever practice in your um, daily life, it's all about finding what feels good. And So in that practice, just, just be mindful of how your body is actually reacting to this. If you're not feeling relaxed, if you're not really thinking, if you're not feeling any kind of good feeling when you're doing it, of after doing it, don't push yourself, don't force yourself to keep doing it. It's, it's okay. Mm. But yeah, so find an intention maybe if it's to be able to focus better in your day, to be less judgmental towards yourself and others. Um, and yeah, meditation, as far as I'm concerned, that has been a, a really great tool to help me in those, different, in those different aspects. So just try things out and find what works best for you. Like we said at the beginning, the practice is about getting better. It's not about already being perfect or reaching a state of perfection. And I think that the intention, if you really want this, already having that intention, wanting to do it for yourself, for your body, as a proof of love for yourself, it's like you already did like the biggest part um, 
just wanting to try, wanting to invest your time and effort. And from that point until the moment you sit there and you're in it, I think that has already begun. The process, the whole process has already begun. So setting an, an intention can be super helpful before the practice. When it comes to during the practice, Some things that can help, um, depending on what kind of emotion you come with into the practice. Sometimes you will feel like really heavy, really negative, quite sad or angry. You can create playlists with different moods, different mo moods music, like a different music for a different mood. Um, and... I think on that matter, Spotify is your best friend. Um, I have found some really amazing playlists on there, especially for yoga. Uh, the one that I found really great is called um, Sunrise Yoga. Really amazing. Um, sometimes just having like a different playlist for a different mood really allows you to like give space to those emotions and to go into the meditation with the intention of on yeah the intention of working on that specific emotion and releasing it um guided meditations are so beneficial so practical and when it comes to that it's also about uh, finding what feels good or who feels good uh, because depending on what kind of what person Um, guides you in the meditation you will feel your body will feel more or less attracted appealed to a person or more or less inspired uh, by someone so yeah the, just play with that and find out am I feeling good and am I feeling more relaxed when I listen to that person's voice or should I go toward this person which resonates more with me and I mean nowadays it's also such a trend that um, I don't think that all youtubers or influencers are wanting to just hop on the train to do like every everyone else um, some of them like truly mean to help you with this and so they just start offering this kind of practice um, but I bet that no matter what person you're following right now, uh, some of them might be already offering some kind of meditations or yoga practices um, on their YouTube channel, for example, or some short uh, yoga meditation practice um, on Instagram, um, which I feel is even better because if you are already, if you already feel the connection to that person and this person offers a meditation practice, Um, you will already feel good about this practice with that person's voice because you already resonate with that person. So that can be, yeah, a beautiful experience as well. And what's really interesting and beautiful about guided meditations is that there is something for everyone. 
there's something for every kind of emotions that you've had for everything that you want to focus on um, if you want to focus on forgiveness or patience gratitude if you want to work more on like a body scan or um, forgiving family uh, members or releasing letting go of relationships there is literally a meditation for every single topic so just look for that and of course i will share some um, some meditation practices uh, that i really find inspiring um, an amazing part of this practice which i think will truly help you because it truly helps me uh, on a daily basis when I meditate is to create a relaxing environment and a really kind of cocoon cozy environment where you feel safe where you feel that you have space to express yourself where you can spend some lone time without anyone rushing in and um interrupting you in your practice um, where you don't really hear cars or anything outside that could bother your practice so for that I will highly encourage you to also maybe invest and there are different prices you can find something for every um, every price but maybe find some headphones uh, that can isolate you a little bit from from the sound the sounds outside uh, where you can really feel like in your bubble what you can do is also create an altar um, it's not about really believing in any religion an altar is just something where you can create some good energy for your practice um, where you can sit at and just tell some prayers you can light some candles and incense maybe diffuse some essential oils you can gather stones or anything that really resonates with you and that like makes you feel good from the moment you see that thing that one object it could be pictures of some person that are relevant to you and persons that inspire you in general and when you sit in front of that altar in order to go into the practice of meditation, you already go into the practice with a good mindset. And the altar can be really soothing to you. Um, yeah, I, I love altars. I love creating them. I love seeing pictures of altars. I think they're, they remind us of, of the practice of ceremonies and rituals with which we completely lost in most of our society and which yet I think are so essential for us uh, in so many aspects of our lives. Um, yeah, so just create an inspiring altar that really resonates with you. I think that sense, smells can create a beautiful environment and... Um, what's the word like a beautiful base for your practice you could use incense uh, like I said essential oils maybe or even light a candle and when it comes to the different smells um, depending on which person we have different like degrees of smell that we can tolerate maybe you might need something that's not too 
you know, overpowering uh, so that it doesn't kick you out of the practice. Um, maybe something that's um, relaxing. I would go for something like lavender, uh, rose smell, um, maybe something more herbal. Uh, just find like what kind of smell really appeals to you and go ahead and try this. And I think that smell is a big tool that helps um, to really just calm down and focus. Another wonderful tool that um, comes to us from the Indian culture and especially the yoga culture um, are mantras. And mantras um, can be, of course, they can be in the Sanskrit language. I'm not sure it's a language. I will do my research, but I would say it's a language. It's a language. They don't have to be written in Sanskrit. Some of them are really helpful if you search also about the meaning of the specific mantras. Just like with the with the incense or candles, it's about finding what resonates with you. So some mantras, uh, one that I love is the Ganapati Mantra, which is to help you in removing obstacles, to help you in a process of transformation, uh, to remove obstacles, things that have been blocking you in some way, blocking your path so that you can evolve. Um, and this one really resonates with me, but there are, I think, maybe even thousands of different mantras available out there. And the amazing news is that you can also create your own mantra. It could be just one sentence, a short one, or maybe three to four little sentences that you can repeat during your meditation in your mind to help you focus on those very sentences and their meaning. And so by doing this automatically, you let go of your thoughts. Sometimes it's a bit harder, the thoughts still come and go out and it's okay. But mantras truly help with just focusing on one thing. And they're very inspiring ones. Sometimes I just love to wander around Pinterest and look for inspiring mantras. I even have some painted on different artifacts in our apartment. Um, yeah, and when I see them, I just uh, automatically feel good. And it just brings me back to, to the reality, to the truth. Um, yeah, so I, I love mantras. Um, and like I said, as long as you understand the meaning, you can relate to it. Um, you can create your own mantra. Just something that you can repeat to yourself to bring yourself back to your focus. And breathing, breathing is so essential and meditation and breathing are interconnected. Breathing is, I would say, even the core of the meditation. And just being present in the moment where you inhale and in the moment when you exhale is really also helpful so that you can let go of your thoughts. It really helps you to be more deeply anchored in your body to feel what's going on in the body and some yoga and meditation practices actually really help you 
um, there are meditation practices that focus on the body. And some of them are, are called like body scan meditation and you can look for them. Um, something that is very similar um, is called yoga nidra. And yoga nidra is also very, very relaxing. Um, in this practice, you lay on the ground or on a yoga mat, wherever you feel comfortable. And it's it's a body scan kind of. And um, the goal is not for you. It's, it's very often compared to a kind of sleep meditation, but you're not sleeping. But the state you are in is definitely um, similar to the state you are in before you really completely sleep. So yoga nidra is um, yeah, also a beautiful um, experience, a beautiful practice that I would highly uh, recommend. Uh, another breathing practice that I found also really valuable and there are maybe even hundreds or thousands of different um of different breathing methods um, in the practice of pranayama. And pranayama is also part of the wonderful yoga culture. Um, there are different sorts of breathing that you can try and that can bring you to a relaxed state. Um, they have different names as well, and I don't have all in mind, but there's one I think that's called breath of fire. Um, there is one where you alternate um, breathing from one nostril and then breathing from the other nostril um, and it's supposed to bring some kind of balance um, and I really enjoyed that one as well and as we're approaching the end of the episode I want to go through apps apps are amazing there are so many um, meditation apps now uh, but two of I guess the most famous ones but ones that I actually approve of that I really like because I've tested them in the past are uh, the app Calm C-A-L-M and the app Headspace and I find both valuable, both different. Um, one is more, has more guided meditations, I feel. And Calm is not only, um, I don't even know if in, in the app Calm, they have some guided meditations because I haven't used that app for a while. But they rely a lot on nature sounds. And nature sounds are amazing to bring you to a state of peacefulness. And that's why I love the app Calm. I used to love it. I don't use it anymore, but highly recommend it. And the last tip that I could give you is visualization. Okay, that's a big word there. Visual visualization. When you visualize a calming space or a soothing space, it could be even a memory of your childhood or a memory of any stage of your life. If you focus on an amazing feeling that you felt in a specific situation where you were with your family in, in some country or where you were with your partner, a specific event that took place. And it's just always so soothing to remember that memory. Then 
just go into that just feel that visualize it feel how you felt there uh, remember the smells and remember the colors and focus yourself on that environment in that memory and that will definitely help you to relax or simply it will just help you to be happy um, for a couple of minutes in your day and that's already a big deal so I think that's everything that I wanted to offer you today I would highly recommend you to check out the podcast uh, for the life of me with Julie Payette who is Ritual's wife and she has some amazing meditation um, practices available on her podcast uh, I could also recommend checking Kate Flowers and her beautiful Rising in Love program where she has two meditations and two yoga practices every month. It's a self-love program to help um, all the people that need it right now uh, to engage in more self-love, to be more accepting and tolerant towards ourselves. And I find a lot of value in this program so I can only warmly recommend it to you I hope that you found some valuable things in this episode that you can take uh, anything from that podcast with you and please do let me know uh, if you can relate to those tips if you have applied some of them uh, what would be your tips that I maybe didn't mention and that you would uh, want to share with the world I am so looking forward to seeing you in the next episode and I wish you an amazing, beautiful day with so much light and love. Bye-bye. See you.